something from them gets in you and you die. You join the club, which sucks. But what if we could use that to our advantage? See how Lucille is getting to know our beautiful old friend here. No more smashing and bashing with this. Well, this it can just be a touch or a big, wet kiss. Either way, this gets you full membership, and that's what we want. We want people to join the club. Hilltop is going to learn to toe the line one way or another, dead or alive. Some kind of shit in between. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another fan critical podcast. And today we are going to be covering season eight, episode 11 of The Walking Dead. Uh, now, Yes, I do sound a bit different. I am Emma. No, Emma is not here. Unfortunately, Ooh. yeah, boo. Yeah, unfortunately, she went on an adventure to uh, Walker Stalker London uh, this weekend, got bitten. and she was attacked by a random. Rabid fans. Yeah. Just rabid fans attacked her. And uh, unfortunately, she's very ill. And we're going to have to put her out of her misery pretty soon. But we're just going to let her hang on for a little bit. Say That's her goodbyes. It. You know, she's sending them the goodbyes to everyone via us but uh get well soon em a welcome death yes well you know it breathes new life into the show well yeah you know um but yeah so you've got me len your host and joined by uh john hello just a quick spoiler warning spoiler warning thanks john we are going to be discussing uh everything up to this point of the walking dead uh the episode which is season 8 episode 11 and we're going to be discussing some comic spoilers they're not gonna go past the point of the show but we are going to discuss discuss some of the uh, comic similarities in this episode because we're back to having some which is quite a nice change of pace mm. um so john uh thoughts on the episode thoughts on this week's episode uh, i think it was titled dead or alive or or something like that no genuinely that is called yeah. dead or alive or yeah, weird name weird name again but what do you think about the episode very brent-esque yeah. um it's just a bit meh uh, i think to be honest like yeah uh and that Maybe that's not necessarily a terrible thing at this point. Um, this is, I mean, it's not dire like some of the the rest of the season has been. But yeah, I guess if uh, if something is, <clears throat> I think in, in fits and spurts, it has stuff that moves the plot along. Um, and then there are just some bits that you just like, I'll piss off man well this is the issue that you know we we hearken back to and we had a lot of issues with the front half of uh season eight mm. and you know a lot of people felt that all-out war given the material in the comics and everything should have probably finished after those eight episodes yeah. however this is the kind of issue you get with a tv show when you drag out seasons to have 16 episodes yeah uh, and plot lines to have you know giant plots to have to have uh 16 episodes you're gonna have filler it's very rare that you get through, you know, a season of television with 16 episodes and not have a couple of 
average episodes. Yeah, and, and I guess uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, a few of their episodes have been panned over the last maybe three seasons. Yeah. Uh, because uh, quite a lot of uh, maybe like casual viewers, uh, non-book readers have kind of been like, what's going on here? We've yeah. Like, Move this along. Um, and then it went the other way and it felt like there was it's rapid. a ridiculous amount of material yeah. happening across like one episode. So... Uh, it can be done well because I, I quite like a, a slower episode. Some of my favourite episodes are kind of taking stock and, and character character based. And, yeah, uh, I, I don't mind those. I, I just but they need to be somewhat interesting and yeah. I don't know if uh, I mean this is what forty four minutes this episode without ads something like that. Yeah, it's a standard sort of yeah, and uh, and I would say there's probably about five minutes worth of material where you like hmm. That's interesting. But for yeah. the most part, I'm going to start talking about specific characters just yet. Um, it's just, I don't know, I just kind of want to get on with it now. Yeah, and um, we can get on with it. We can get on with it right now, John. <laughs> you know. So uh, moving on, I'm going to do what Emma usually does, because it's one thing she does well. Mm. You know, Give her credit where it's due. Yeah. And we're going to break it down into no, sections. Well, so she's not dead. Dying. Dying, yes. Yeah, yes. Sorry, yeah. Um, but we're going to break it down into sections. And the first section is Negan and Eugene. Mm. Uh, so we've known now since the end of the first half of the season uh, and even back maybe even a season a bit ago that Eugene has the capability to make bullets. Yep. Um, obviously an extremely useful commodity, probably the most useful commodity I can think of in uh, All Out War for sure yeah. and, and in the zombie apocalypse. Um, what did you think about Negan finally putting him to to use and, and giving him his own outpost and all that sort well, of yeah, jazz? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, at last. Yeah, at last. You know, what, what was he thinking? Why yeah. has that not happened earlier? Yeah. Um, I appreciate that he uh, he sees Eugene as someone that's uh, a little bit more useful than everyone else, but yeah, um, because he is intelligent and he can think outside the box, um, and we'll see that you know further at the end of the episode, I guess, but. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, okay, that's good. Now let's get on with that and start making some bullets. Like, that seems to me to be one of the things he should have been doing straight off from the off. Well, yeah. like, when did he take Eugene from? Uh, it, it was it was probably mid season of mid season uh, seven. Mid season seven, yeah. After Rosita <clears throat> fired the bullet at Negan and yeah. stupidly hit his bat, another stupid plot point mm. there. I mean, that's just terrible aim. That is awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, point blank as yeah. well. Um, yeah, so he's been with them a while now, and you know, I'm not gonna. As I said, I don't want to go into any comic spoilers specifically. I'm just going to talk about things that we've talked about already on this show mm. uh, and things that uh, up to this point of the show have been referenced from the comics. So um, Eugene. Uh, is put to make uh, to making bullets by Rick actually very as soon as yeah, Eugene yeah, yeah. offers his services up as a bullet maker, mm. uh, Rick puts him to use and they make loads of bullets for Rick um, and they're basically providing all of the ammunition for all out war. Yeah, um, and then Negan captures Eugene at the like place where they're, when they're transporting the bullets. Right, and this is why you know Eugene's character in the comics is a bit more interesting is the fact that Negan actually captures Eugene but by this point Eugene has become a sort of hardened survivor yeah and he's got an actual spine and he's got like a bit of a backbone and uh, Negan's torturing him and whatever and he and and saying you're going to make bullets for me and Eugene refuses flat out to make bullets for him and you think okay this could be the end for Eugene here yeah um 
and then things happen and whatever. So the characters, <laughs> the, you know, I won't go into anymore. Yeah. But the characters are very different on the show and in the comic at this stage, and right. which, which is one of my frustrations from, you know, last <laughs> yeah. season. You know, yeah. I was getting very irate yeah. at how Eugene's well, yeah. been handled well, here, and rightfully so, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that the the bullet thing. I mean, there's a couple of good things from the comics in this episode, which we'll come on to later as well. But it's nice to see that. You know, such an important thing as making bullets hasn't been overlooked. Yeah. Because that's just 101. It's just silly, isn't it? It's just it? silly zombie survival stuff, you know. You've got someone who can make bullets. That's that's amazing. I can kind of understand if uh, if the survivors or if Negan was like, we've got enough bullets, we just want to stop the others from making bullets. Yeah, yeah. Then that would make sense. And then for him to turn around and go, well, right now we're running low. You're going to have to start making bullets for us. Yeah. That would make sense. But that's never been addressed. And I'm assuming that's just... That, that's not the case. But. Well, and they expended all, ex, you know, they used all of their ammo up. Mm. Uh, obviously, killing all of the walkers that Rick and trapped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the assault on Alexandria that just happened. I mean, how many fucking grenades did they use there? I mean, I don't think Eugene can make grenades, but you know, bloody impressive if he can. Yeah, well, he's a man, jack yeah. of all trades, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, my big beef with uh, with this episode is is two kind of two lots of two characters and following them along and yeah and we'll get on to them oh uh, we will jesus man we will but first of all we're gonna we can get all dirty pull up our trousers yeah put some wellies on sure go have a little wade in the swamp with Good. uh daryl and uh daryl and our, the alexandrian survivors uh as they meander and it is a meander uh from alexandria to the hilltop trying to plot the best way to get to the hilltop because obviously negan's men will be patrolling all of the streets so that yep. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. You know, yeah, we've, sense, we've seen yeah. Negan trap our group before very effectively uh, when they first met Negan. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, they're very wary of it. And uh, the swamp seems to be the best route suggested by our double agent friend, Dwight. Mm. So thoughts on this whole situation with this group, John? Maybe let's be a bit more specific. Thoughts on the fact that Tara wants to kill Dwight obviously for killing uh, Denise which it's a bit cheesy though isn't it, it like, I, yes. I understand her hate just shoot him in the face yeah I think the dialogue here was lazy the... this was lazy dialogue I mean it, you... but, it's just, but it's just a bit where like there's a zombie there and she uh, she throws the zombie onto Dwight and yeah like, oh well you know I tried and he's alright and it's just oh, come I mean I quite like the character uh of Tara and I like I you know I've liked some of the stuff that she's she's done she's a bit jokey at times she's like yeah. oh you know she's fist bumpy she's always like you know trying to do the cool thing oh look I mean a joke is a joke yeah I'm uh, a little bit of levity's alright yeah I, I like a bit of practical joking I don't know if throwing a zombie into someone else <laughs> counts as uh, you know horseplay oh well you know she wants him dead so know, but do you not think on. it's a bit over the top all of this yeah, what, that's, yeah. yeah that's and they're in, like, they're in a bit of dire straits at the moment like they should just be focusing on the one goal of getting to the hilltop um but you know they have this whole palaver and dwight actually ends up going back onto the side of the saviors as mm. a double agent again he yep. he leads the saviors away from the group in the swamp because that's where they're going to check and he goes in you know and technically now we're hoping that he's back to being a double agent which is actually extremely useful um for rick's group at this stage yeah i mean are we gonna <clears throat> we covering that whole plot now are we we're gonna go all the way to no we won't go to the end okay but what okay. we'll what we'll do is just are say we're gonna talk about where uh, tara tries to shoot him 
Yes, let's talk. Let's let let's let's talk about that in a bit more detail. That is a bizarre. The way that that scene is framed. Yeah. It's like you know something's going to happen because he's so close to the tree. Yeah, he's so close to the tree. He's he's trying to get there for a bit of yeah, bit of just cover. Like, what are you covering behind that tree? What's his left hand doing? Yeah, he's he's too close to it, so you know something's going to happen. Like. Oh, I understand that they want to be like, well, that's how she missed the shot because he was yeah. that. But it's, I think it's it's too, it's almost insulting, man. I'd rather he just dived on the floor or her gun like jammed or something. Yeah, I think the thing, the thing with this is, is obviously we understand, we know that Dwight killed Denise. Yeah. And we know that Tara's been raging for the past season. Yeah. That he's there. And I can understand that. Like, obviously yeah, as definitely. a motivation... The woman that she loved was literally shot through the eye mm. in cold blood, essentially, because she wasn't like fighting or anything. She was just standing in a railroad at the time, mm. um, minding her own business. Um, and, you know, it must be so infuriating for her. But I just feel like I just feel like this was overwritten. It was mm. just sort of, like you said, on the nose, like throwing a zombie at him, like oh, stupid. Like, like and, and at this point, you know, other than Carl, Carl getting bitten the other week, um, these zombies are nothing for these guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they shouldn't even be a struggle. I mean, Carl, maybe because he's a kid, even him, I, we, when that scene happened, when Carl got bit, we were like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Come on, that, mate. He's a seasoned killer. Like he he's killed kid, He's then, killed yeah. people, man. Like, um, you know, so Dwight shouldn't even be bothered. He, Dwight's got a broken arm or something, a shot <laughs> arm. He still could, should be able to take him out. Like, you know, yeah. anyway, a bit over the top. It but was um, a bit silly, yeah. It's a bit silly. But now Dwight, back with the saviours, hopefully he can do some... Uh, Big favours for Rick's group in the coming episodes. Um, but a return this week to getting a bit more action from one of our main uh, cast members who doesn't usually, well, who used to used to get a lot of the limelight and now just seems to be scowling in the background of everything. Dr. Carson. Uh, Dr. Carson. Yeah, all right. Chuck Daryl. Our boy Daryl. I mean... It was good to get some actual dialogue from him. It was good to see him in a leadership position again because he and I like the way that he went off on Tara about trying to shoot Dwight and saying all this stuff. It was good to just have some more dialogue from him and a bit of leadership. I felt like just taking everyone and taking really taking that mantle up because he is one of the leaders of the group. Like yeah. Rick sees him as his like his first lieutenant. Like, yeah. well, he I mean he is almost Rick esque in that scene. Yeah, yes, there's the uh, the bit where he's he's really going off and. He stops and looks at the kid whose ears yeah. are being covered by uh, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, Tobin. 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 Hey, Tobin. hey, don't be mean to Tobin. Remember, he used to be uh, uh, Carol's lover. Yeah, well, yeah. He's He's got he his sphere. I mean, for a man to tame Carol, I mean, Daryl couldn't even tame Carol. <laughs> Come on. Tobin must be packing something that we yeah. don't know about. Well, I don't know if he is. Smooth like an action man. <laughs> Jesus. That's why she left. Maybe. Yeah. That was actually the the actual you know subtext of the whole plot. Yeah. I I mean I saw straight through that. I'm surprised well. you didn't. But um, yeah. I mean, uh, are they trying to play the whole Daryl goes one route and Rick goes the other? I don't know. I think they've gone past that now. I think. I don't know. I think they've gone past that whole thing. I mean, it, I, well, it, it, well, well, actually, thinking about it, John, you could be right with the resolution of all that war. You know, there's. Obviously, Daryl is very in favour of 
killing everyone and Carl's dying wish was the fact that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so that would be interesting to see mm. how we get to the end of that. Yeah. But good to see Daryl again. Um, He's still a bit underused, I think. Oh, massively underused. But I'm hoping he gets more in the coming episodes. Um, the swamp stuff. Pretty yeah. cool. Swamp zombies. Swamp zombies. Swampsies. I think the the thing that I remember the most about that scene, and, and I've got to be honest... I'm always honest on it. Oh, you're going to say Rosita in the water, aren't you? No. You pervert. Well, I might go back and watch it now, actually. Yeah. Uh, But I zoned out again. You zoned out again? I hate to say that. I sort of zoned out a little bit. And there wasn't even an interesting football match on in the background. No. It was just... I don't know what I was doing, but I kind of just zoned out. But the thing I remember about it was like... I quite like the, the sound that the zombies were making. Oh, yeah, cool. Kind of gurgling. Yeah. um, Swamp zombies. Swamp zombies, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of that. Good sound mixing. Yeah, well, you know, Um, the one thing that the show does do well is the zombie gore. And I felt that we haven't really had too much of it up until maybe last week when we got the amazing grinder zombie thing, which was (laughs) fucking awesome. Gay zombies. Yep, going back to our gay zombies. That's not having a go at uh, gay zombies, by the way. No, it's not. Obviously, you know, grinder is a popular... Popular app. Gay dating app. It very, um, very it popular. It's very popular, popular enough that I would know what it is. So yeah. there you go. So and, and, go. and John's straight as a die. So <laughs> as far as we know. But the zombie gore, good. Good stuff again. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I mean, I would personally not have wandered into that. I mean, that's a death wish. Surely that's a oh, death wish. I'm not wish. going in there. No, absolutely not. Absolutely mental. It's like, oh, the stick will work. And then just using the stick to find the zombies. And I was sitting there going. Thinking. What are you doing? Did, this they, lo- is- did they lose anyone? Or uh, no, they didn't. No, they, they didn't lose anyone. No, Rosita had a little tangle with one. Oh yeah, but you know, you know, definitely be rewatching that. Oh, I bet you will. Straight as a die. Well, coming on to oh, uh, sorry, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to interrupt uh, anyone listening to this podcast, um, but I just wanted to say right now, if you are listening and enjoying what you're hearing then uh, please subscribe uh, via iTunes or via any podcast app. Um, That means that the episodes will just download directly to your phone or notify you whenever we release a new one. We do cover loads of other stuff other than The Walking Dead. Uh, We cover films. We've got films like Ready Player One coming out later this uh, month. We've got Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson film. We'll also be covering season two of Westworld. We've done Stranger Things, Netflix's Black Mirror. The list goes on. So if you do like the content please feel free to subscribe uh, and back to the podcast moving on to the Christ. next uh, the next section this is probably one of the weaker parts of the episode however <laughs> i would like to say that gabriel has come a long way from the he was easily one of the most hated characters in terms of the he's starting to get there again you, do you reckon yes yeah but that remember he had that nice interaction with negan in the trailer that was quite good some of that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. I think this this little adventure between uh, Gabriel and Doctor Carson, you know, it's a little sideshow, little adventure, yeah, roaming, are, yeah. roaming around uh, the woods. Yeah, a bit weird. Imagine that as a spin-off. Jesus, that, I mean, man. have you not heard of Fear, Fear the Fear of the Walking Dead, <laughs> <laughs> featuring bitter, no zombies? I thought it'd be like Fear the Faith of the Walking Dead. It's Gabriel's yeah, Gabriel's sure. little spin-off. Sure. So we have Gabriel and Dr. Carson trying to get back to the hilltop to tend to Maggie's baby, which is what Gabriel, Father Gabriel, believes. <laughs> just I call him Gaby now. Yeah, just Gaby. I know. Um, 
what he believes that Car- Dr. Carson's destiny is to care and help Maggie deliver this baby. Yeah. Um, Which is noble. Noble. Very noble. Um, But... I mean... I mean, I, I have a fair few complaints here. I would like you to reel off your complaints, and right. then I will try and counter <laughs> those complaints, channeling Emma from her deathbed, um, and then I will say my two cents on the situation. You, you have to do, like, her croaky voice as well. Where's... Where's his character arc? I don't understand it. Like, yeah, I said maybe uh, earlier on in the season that hopefully when we next come back to to Gabe, uh, Gabe. He's, he's been beaten to death in that little caravan thing, whatever they were. Yeah, in. Uh, that would have been brilliant. Uh, and and then he pulled it out and he had a good episode. <laughs> oh, oh, no, but yeah, no, he didn't. He's a man of the faith, man of the cloth. <laughs> but um. He pulled it out and he had a, a good episode um, and he kind of, it seemed like he had this vision and that's just crumbled completely in this. So it's like, where does he go now? Yeah. And his, his quest, uh, Jesus, man, like, I've said Jesus quite a lot in this. It's this relevant. It's almost a Christian podcast. Yeah. But I just think um, <laughs> if you've got, if you're going to go down that route where, oh, look at all these coincidences, they can't be coincidences. There's too much of it. One, maybe one, maybe max two, but the whole thing is just like, oh, we found this. Oh, we found this. Oh, you're a doctor and this is my quest. And like when he got shot dead, I was like, good. Yeah, but that was... Let's, that, that, let's end this silliness. I think... Oh, um, and then when he makes the shot, when oh he can't even God. see. Yeah, so... And, and the editing for when he's blind... Is appalling, yeah. What is that? Like, <laughs> that's Channel 5-esque. That's Channel 5 in the first couple of years. And that's anyone, almost like out of Hercules or yeah, something. Yeah, anyone like, listening from abroad, Channel 5 is essentially the reject public t- television channel. Um, yeah. It's, it's come a long way. Public access TV. Public yeah. access TV has come a long way, but, you know, uh, yeah. still nowhere near the best. Jeez, Not the BBC. I mean, what are they thinking? Um, but, so uh, I'm going to counter a couple of points there, John. Go for it. So obviously... Uh, the moment we saw Sadiq was a doctor or found out that he was a doctor uh, in the previous episode, I was always thinking Dr. Carson's going to die yeah. because they can never seem to have more than one doctor between the communities. That would be absolutely ridiculous. What a silly idea. Yeah. Um. So I kind of feared for him. And, and obviously the whole thing was set up to be this sort of mass, you know, the MacGuffin the sort of like, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing really well. Everything's going to God's plan. Oh, dead. Right. So... <laughs> That is literally what happened. Yeah. Um, in terms of Gabriel, it was a bit oversold in terms of his over-faithizing everything again. Mm. Um, well, I just don't see the point. Is, no. he, is he now going to... Well, he, obviously his days are numbered. I, th- I do believe his days are numbered because... He can't even see. He can't even see. I mean, what is... I mean, what is this infection? Yeah, it is bizarre. Because... And we'll come on What's to it later. Well, we'll come on to it later uh, with the with Negan's plot at the end of the episode, and maybe how that's related to it. But yeah. going off some comic stuff and some other bits and pieces, I don't think that's it. It's just maybe a you know a plot device that the writers have used here yeah, but- to make it seem <clears throat> even more miraculous. Like they're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if like Doctor Carson was about to get bit by a zombie, but but like Gabriel was hampered in some way. How could he be hampered and couldn't help him? I know. Maybe he couldn't fucking see anything. Yeah, oh. maybe he's going blind because it's weird illness that no one knows why he's got and how long he's got to live. And yeah. Even if it's that fatal, it's just ridiculous. But it's like they broke it in the writer's room and everyone was like high-fiving each other going, yeah, what a great idea. And yeah. then, you know, 
in execution is a bit yeah. stupid. Um, but, you know, so Gabriel and Carson, you know, go on this little journey together. And at times I thought, I, I like Dr. Carson. I have to say, there's not, I've got no problem with him. I didn't have any problem with him until this episode. I think too much of his reactions to... <laughs> <laughs> when he when he finds the keys in the map, he just looks at him and he's just like, "Yeah, okay, ah. yeah." I mean, I, I don't know whether that's his fault or just the fucking writing. You know what I mean? Well, no, script I know, says, but, you know, you... "Oh my god, map, look surprised, no, surprised that's, that's face." That's the hand he's dealt. He has yeah. to deal with it. I was thinking they just uh, shot Carson right, and then he's in the back of the truck and they do it up, and Gabe's there, can't see a thing. Surely Carson's going to go zombie. Bike. Good point. But you know, why did they not like just stab him in the head? Like, yeah. oh, he's dead plot hole again <laughs> Gaby somehow makes it to the ammunition factory yeah. um, or Gabe just heals him with oh, the lord wow. this is what it's meant to be yeah. um, no but so Gaby ends up back at the munitions factory now with oh, Eugene oh my word when he walked, when he brought him in there I was like you've got to be kidding me like he's back the boy's back is he just gonna how is this blindness gonna end up just is he gonna try and blow this place up or uh, I, I'm interested to see where it goes, John. I'm interested to He's see where got it goes. To have lost it by now. Uh, I, that's why I think Father Gabriel is on the out, um, which you know wouldn't be the worst of the situations. I mean, if there are expendable characters going into these, you know, last couple of episodes of the season of, of season eight, mm-hmm. the end of All Out War, you'd put Father Gabriel as. You know, I thought he was dead at the end of last season, pretty much. <laughs> he was in that bed, so you'd probably put him bottom of the list. You know, yeah. he's not one of your MVPs. No, and, and look, he's uh, he's quite a well-known actor. So is he that cheap? I mean, in the Wire, he was great. Yeah, great in the Wire. I don't think he is that cheap, to be honest with you. No. Um, so yeah, basically, Gabriel goes back to the munitions factory, and we have Eugene having a little bit of a conversation with Negan, mm. um, which. Uh, Negan's saying that the assault on the hilltop is going to happen tomorrow. So we sort of get the impression that, okay, finally, the fucking plot's moving along here. This is what we want to see. We want to see this head-to-head between the hilltop and all the, you know, that's all of the survivors of the kingdom and Alexandria versus Negan and the saviours. And obviously the hilltop have a massive bargain. It's going to be the final battle again. Again, round two. Yeah. so we know that the battle's happening the next day and Eugene says there's no way that you can make enough bullets in time. That is absolutely logical. Yeah. No problem with that because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> He's just sent him there five minutes ago or like a day or two ago <laughs> in narrative terms and yeah. he wants like what? Hundreds of bullets. How do you think I've made in this time? Yeah, it, it must take ages to make bullets. Yeah. Um, but Who's that random guy that was with him as well? Just, uh, just his worker. Worker, yeah. mate. All right, okay, yeah. Um, but they've given, you know, Eugene does give Negan a, a seed of idea, which we'll come on to it, you know, but he does say, like, oh, we just throw all of the parts of zombies to scare them, which is actually a very good, that'd be a very good tactic. Mm. Like um, medieval warfare, they did used to throw and catapult bodies at the enemy uh, as a very good scare tactic. It is a good tactic from Eugene, obviously delving into his historical knowledge. Um, <laughs> but Negan takes it another way. Um, and says oh he's got a seed of an idea here and then we'll we'll come on to that at the yep. uh at the end of the episode because it's very important that actually and i think will definitely shape maybe how the next couple of episodes go mm. um but let's swing over to a couple more saviors who are entrapped entrapped at the hilltop um under maggie's you know 
captivity, a little mm. prison. Yeah. Um, good to see Maggie again. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's uh, she's very confusing at the moment. Yeah, she doesn't know um, what she's doing. Yeah, and you almost feel like the battle is going to be between who's whose side does she pick? Does she go with Rick or does she go with um, with Daryl? Um, Assuming that Rick goes a bit pacifist, you mean? Yeah, I think I, I think that's nailed on. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I, I don't have any problems with him doing that. What I had a problem no. with uh, either last week or, or the week before is the idea that it would just happen instantly. That I mean, that is silly. Yeah, and I think that's why we said like, why isn't he listening to Carl's dying wishes last week, especially mm. with the fact that he spared J- didn't spare Jadis, didn't let Jadis go with him and Michonne. Um, but it makes sense that he might come to that realisation now at some point. I mean, yep. if Carl's death is for nothing, then that is a, a true travesty. Because as everyone <laughs> here knows, I'm a massive comic fan and he's still fucking alive. Fucking Gimple, you wanker. Um, sorry. Um, but yeah. So you're very sweary this week. Yeah, I sorry, that I'm less sweary. Yeah. And I've, not had a, I've not had a beer. You've not had a beer. You've had four gin and tonics. <laughs> <laughs> it's not beer. Though, Alcoholic. It? Um, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, so Maggie takes away the rations of the prisoners in a quite cold, cold move. But you know, they're keeping is it thirty six prisoners there? Yep. Plus <clears throat> everyone from all the other communities seems to be winding winding up there. I mean, she's mm. got to do something. Yeah. Um. Obviously, she has also just killed one of them in cold blood and sent uh the body to Negan in the previous episode. Yep. Which was very surprising when that happened. Um, so she is teetering on the brink. And we did say at the start of last season that we felt that Maggie is being set up to be the future leader of the show, potentially. Yeah. I believe that now even more so that they've decided to kill Carl. Um, because he was definitely going to be. <laughs> so I still saw, still saw. Um, but, you know... Maggie's in an interesting position now, not just her character, but the actress who plays her. Mm. So as far as I understand it, and according to all the rumours on the internet, you know, well, yeah. the well, Reddit rumours. You know, the fan critical Instagram. Yeah. Um, she might be on the way out, mm. mainly because of contract negotiations, which um, have not gone well. Yeah. She wants more money. Fair Greedy. enough. No, fair, fair enough. Oh, sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Greedy. Um, and basically, they're not giving it to her. And she's also just been uh, greenlit on a, a pilot for a new show. I don't know the name of the show. Um, but so interesting times. I mean, if the show were to lose Carl and Maggie, mm. that's, I mean, that's a bit much, isn't it? Um, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm not as much of a fan as as Maggie as you are I guess um when's she having this kid well there's been a lot of debate on the internet about that as well so a lot of people saying that she doesn't even look that pregnant at the moment um Mm. but you've got to think in the time span that it's actually been it's only been about two months since she announced her pregnancy or found out with Glenn or three months so she's only just start to show now Mm. um so a long time, mate. I don't think. I mean, if there oh, is at a... least like start looking like when you're walking around, you... like waddle or something. Yeah, do a yeah. little bit of a waddle. A little bit or of a at waddle. At least get a little bit tired. A little bit fatigued. Yeah, I'm a bit knackered. Can't do any heavy lifting. Obviously. Yeah, I, uh, she's a weird one for me. Um, I I genuinely can't see her leaving the show. 
uh, irrespective of any contract negotiations. Wow. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, would I be sad to see her go? I don't know at this point. I think if they return to having a, a much smaller cast... Yeah, that is a good um, way to go. I, yeah, I, I think she would be a big miss. At the moment, I mean, you hardly see her anyway. Um, yeah, that that is true. She's been underused. She's been underused. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the characters have been. A lot of them have. And that's the, that's the, that, like you just said, is the problem when you go from a small cast to opening it up to all these different communities and all these different areas and mm. opening the world, which is what the comic does so effectively because it um you know it it you get more you get like a couple of panels with each character you don't need to necessarily go into every character in so much yeah. detail with a tv show you've got to fill so much time yeah and you've got all these characters but you need to see more with tv you need mm. to like you know really the pacing is just completely different yeah um but going back to a small cast would be a good thing. Um, I don't think it's going to happen now because of the can of worms they've opened up. Um, but yeah, Maggie, the worm people, the worm. Well, that's where it's going. <laughs> worm people, then crab people. Before you know it, it's fucking ant people. Yeah, yeah. They'd be good. They would be good. Little they could lift crossover. lift ten times their own weight. Yeah. Hard workers. Yeah. Negan would like them. <laughs> Re- resources. Um, so Maggie. Um, flip-flops on the idea about the rations and eventually decides to not only give them the same rations as everyone else in the community, um, she also decides to take up their offer of letting them have some time outside the playpen. Um, you know, I'll cut. tell you what I did, uh, what did make me laugh. Yeah, in a good way or a bad way? No, no, in, in, in a good way. Yeah. On my few genuine chuckles. Oh, yeah. Um, not just laughing at Gabriel's sight yeah that was um nice. jesus um it was when one of the one of the guys in the pen made a reference to uh a little homicidal henry homicidal yeah, jared yeah and he went he's a weird he's a weirdo like all he's doing is staring at us can you can you sort him out can you sort him can you move him along because he's freaking a lot of people out yeah i like it he's he's becoming this Maybe becomes like a serial killer or something. That'd be good. Well, it's interesting because obviously Carol is quite cursed with children uh, in this show. Obviously, Sophia. And then you had Lizzie, who did actually turn out to be sort of like a homicidal maniac. And still, to this date, one of the best episodes the show's ever done. Brilliant, yeah. Um, and God, could we please get back to that standard? Because yeah, that was yeah, yeah. excellent. Like just Tyrese and her on the road. and then mm. oh, Tyrese. And underused. He'd be good, wouldn't he? He would be good. Um but, you know, Carol cursed the other little boy, um, you know, Alexandria, who she said the monsters would go and eat him. <laughs> literally did get eaten yeah. by monsters. Yeah. And now... Um, that was little, her fault. I mean, that, she, that, that was her she fault. She pulls that one up. Yeah. And then Homicidal Henry, who she's tried to go the other way with, is now also... Oh, yeah. Slightly slightly mental. That might be more Morgan's yeah. fault, to be honest. A bit of both. It's, you know, parents takes two to tango mate true um and that's a nice segue to come on to morgan who this episode is trying to be tempered by carol yeah so uh obviously morgan's lost the plot he's seen homicidal henry kill gavin and carol pleads with him to not tell henry that it's actually jared the one goading henry from the pen that it was him that killed his older brother yeah um and at the end, we get uh, a nice moment uh, from Morgan <laughs> where he does say that it was Gavin that actually killed his older brother and he's killed Gavin. So he's like, oh, you've already got him, mate. Well done. Yeah. 
well done tap on the back. He gave him the stick. I tell you why I'm laughing. Go on. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. You don't remember any of it? No. What were you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember any of this. Have you got like dementia, Alzheimer's? Maybe. Well, Maybe. I hope so. Early onset, I'd say. I hope so, because um, that'll make the rest of this season less painful. I think this uh, this half season so far has been a markedly, marked improvement upon the last half season. It's just nothing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we're going to come on to a good scene now. <laughs> um, we're going to come on to a very good scene. Um, well, don't say I, very good. No, I think it genuinely was very powerful. Well, I think it's when um, Daryl and everyone actually arrive at the hilltop. Uh, and you know they they take the dialogue down and they just let the music swell and they you can see them telling them about Carl mm. and there's an amazing reaction from Enid um, you know how the fuck she back there I don't yep. know, you know she just appeared there obviously yeah. hasn't said anything about Aaron but the reaction from her is amazing yep. I, th- I thought very good uh, and everyone else as well like just when you know it's such a big character to lose like. And, you know, we said it last week with Negan finding out. Even Negan, you know, was was disturbed and upset by it. And yep. um, Homicidal Henry laughing in the he- background. Yeah, yeah. Homicidal Henry just <laughs> showing his real I'm the colours. Negan now. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'm the new Carl. Um, uh, but it was a very powerful scene to see these other characters come to that realisation. I mean, you know, he's like everyone's son. Because when, you, when he started the, the show, he was... Like you know, in the first season, he was only a very, very small kid. They've gone through so much, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. Um, R.I.P. Carl. <laughs> You've got to get over this. I don't think I ever will get over it's it. Ridiculous. I know. I'm really sorry. But powerful scene, John. Did you have anything to add to that? Do you like that? Yeah, I think. Um, I think it was done about as well as it as it could have been. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was like cheap in any way. No, definitely uh, not. I think they were right to kind of just keep the focus on. Um, on Enid. Yeah. Because um, technically boyfriend and girlfriend, I guess. Well. They shared a kiss. In a zombie apocalypse, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think he was a free agent. I think that's what he was saying to... Uh, what? Yeah, he's the playing boyfriend. the field. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. well, certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very good stuff, actually. And I think one of the highlights of the episode. Um, it's not difficult. It's, it's an okay episode, but it's one of the highlights. It's definitely the highlight of the episode. Yeah. The other... Uh, thing that we're going to discuss um, which is very interesting is Negan's plan Mm. to deal with um, to deal with everyone else and basically his plan stemmed from that idea that Eugene gave him but we get the sense that Negan is going to try and use weaponry of some sort to cover it in zombie guts (laughs) and then infect people because the theory is that the bite doesn't actually turn you. It's the infection yep. that you get from the bite. So Negan's thinking is, if I use the zombie guts and they say they're on like an arrow or say they're on a bat like Lucille and they go into someone, that is good. As, that is as good as a bite because yep. the infection or whatever's in the zombie guts gets into the wound and it's game over. Mm. What do you think about that, John? What do you think about that plan? Well, yeah, look, as I... Um... As I alluded to uh, before this podcast, um, I think that was easily the best bit of uh, of the episode. Um, Anything that creates uh, intrigue as to how the rest of it is going to pan out out is is a good thing. Um, And I guess it's another one of these things that you think, oh, why has that not come up before? Well, 
Yes. Yes. Very good point. So uh, I'm going to drop some comic knowledge on this right now and say that I was thinking that they weren't going to go down this route um, because in the comics, uh, obviously, All Out War is a lot shorter, as I've said. And um, this is a point in the comics, like Negan has or is running out of ammunition. Yeah. after Rick's entrapment of them at the Saviour complex, uh, the sanctuary. Um, and his his idea to use zombie guts on weaponry is in the comics, and it is very interesting, because like you just said, at that point you're on about issue 110 of the comics. Yep. Not only have we seen our characters use zombie guts to camouflage themselves, um, you know, multiple times, yeah. which is an extremely clever tactic. Yeah. Um, it always works quite well. It always works very well. It makes you ask the question, they live in the zombie apocalypse. They've always got little wounds going on. Mm. How have they not got like some zombie guts just in a little scratch on their finger or something mm. or yep. like on their arm or in their mouth or on their eye or anything, you know, yep. 28 days later, like, you know, mm. when, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, Great and how, how have they not been infected? Now, it's still a contentious, I think it's a very contentious thing to do. I, I, at the time of reading the comic, and I, I know a lot of comic fans out there probably feel the same way, it was a bit like, what? How is this possible? Because yeah. because of the things I just listed. Do you think it, it's slightly problematic? If it works, by the way. Well, yeah. Because so, so at I the guess... moment, we're, you know, it's just conjecture. I think, yeah, I think the theory is, uh, or the theory, should I say. Yeah, uh, right, zombie theory. <laughs> I think the theory is uh, is solid. Um, if you go back to uh, when they're on the farm yes. in season two and they've got the uh, the big old bloated zombie oh, in, the, in the water. One of the stupidest decisions. I mean, it's cool, but like, what the fuck was Glenn thinking going down that well? Yeah. RIP, I mean, Glenn. Ridiculous. But um, so he goes down there, tries to pull him out. They end up ripping the zombie in half. Like you're not, they're not then drinking that water. No, later exactly. On. Um, but I also think, I mean, not to reference old seasons, but no, I mean, that's ridiculous anyway. That is ridiculous. I yeah. wouldn't want to drink bath water. Yeah. If some zombie had been knocking about, bloater there, zombie so. as well. He looked yeah, horrendous. For how many days had he been in there? He man? looked horrendous. Ridiculous. In the hot Georgia sun. Oh, oh. Well, it would have been rank. Gross. Sweaty zombie water. Oh, I don't want that. No, oh. thank you. So you definitely wouldn't be drinking that. No. Um, and is there a reference there where they're like, well, obviously that's definitely, we can't use that well now. Uh, um, so I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. they know about this. This, I mean, obviously, if if Rick's group knew about this potential tactic, they would also potentially use that tactic. I mean... But, okay, but maybe they feel it's beneath them. Well, to be fair, I mean, it is a very low blow. Mm. I mean, if you're going to get, if you're going to get killed... You want it to be like a gunshot. You don't want a slow, torturous death turning into a zombie. Mm. Um, but let's see where it goes. I mean, I'm not. I can't talk any more from the comic perspective. I can just say that they're referencing a plot in the in the comics. Um, and good on them because it mm. it does make him. It does make it very interesting. Mm. Um, what that, could that's happen? How you, that's how you want to. If it's going to be a filler episode, yeah. That's how you want to end a filler episode yeah. with. Oh man, I can't wait for next week. That's good. That is good that we are generally excited for next week. And Mm. speaking of next week, seen the trailer. So everyone have a little watch. Definitely seen that. J-Max definitely seen it. Um, (laughs) And we find out that pretty much from the trailer that that Negan pretty much arrives at the... uh, the Hilltop next episode. So plot moving forwards. If that that 
if he ends up going there and that's the beginning of the episode and then there's no attack on Re Furious. Mm, I, I if could, he yeah. ends up if the beginning of the episode is the that he's there and then the whole episode is a flashback to them travelling to the hilltop, I will be furious. Yeah, I think I think the episode will end with his arrival there because I just know the way this show has well, been built over years. I just know the way it's been built and like Ah, oh, don't tease that in the promo. Yes. Don't tease the end in the promo. Yeah, well it's 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 interesting. So they're on route to Hilltop regardless <laughs> uh and they're going to smell it which is in, i think it's good if the plot moves forward that much after this filler episode very good and we mm. said as we said negan earlier said said earlier in the episode that tomorrow is a very big day so that's what they're planning on doing yeah and hopefully we'll see more of the zombie guts the zombie guts plan mm. well guys that brings us to the end of our recap it's a bit of a short one this week uh mainly because there wasn't that much to say about the episode yeah, to be honest also, with you emma's not here to try and justify all the absolute bollocks that happens in this episode yeah so. right, me and john are the more negative ones but i think we did a good job today of uh being even keeled and you know not turning into it too much i mean you were very reserved yeah, so well, yeah well again i've not had a drink so well that's the problem he's a raging alcoholic so he's he's coming from you that is ridiculous yeah well from time to time i like a drink but um yeah thanks for listening guys um we'll be back next week for the fourth fourth episode um uh, which we hope will move the plot forward even further than this one because mm. this was a very stagnant swamp joke there. Oh, very good. Very good. Um, but please do check out uh, some of our content. We cover lots of basically event films or just most films, to be honest. We had our Oscars podcast, which I know that's been and gone, but we do a spoiler-free review of all the films pretty much. Yeah. Nominated for Best Picture. Very mm-hmm. good, very good fun. Um, and yeah, we're back next week with The Walking Dead. Follow us on Instagram at fan underscore critical, Twitter at fan critical pod, and we're on Facebook. Just search for fan critical, see our little 8-bit characters and, you know, like the page, mm. you know, whatever you need to do. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Emma might be back next week if we haven't put her out of her misery and, you know, she recovers from her bite, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Oh, quiet, quiet Emma. Have to get the, the shotgun out again. Again? Yeah. She's a tough old bird. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>